Welcome, listeners, to Swirling Worlds, Inside the Mind of an Athlete, hosted by Chris Doncero. Join us as we embark on a 12-episode journey beyond the spotlight, delving into the untold tales of determination, dedication, and triumph within the world of Division III athletics. From the small-town heroes to the underdog champions, we're here to uncover the inspiring narratives that often go unnoticed on the grand stage. So, sit back, tune in, and prepare to be captivated by the remarkable stories that define the heart and soul of these Division Three athletes. This is Swirling Worlds, Inside the Mind of an Athlete, where every victory, every setback, and every triumph takes center stage. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Swirling Worlds, Inside the Mind of an Athlete. I'm Chris Dontro, and welcome to the fourth edition of this long podcast journey. Joining me today is a good fellow friend of mine, a track athlete herself here at Piedmont University. Ma'am, can you please introduce yourself for the listeners? Hi, my name is Elena Brooks. Um, I am a junior, and my major is athletic training, 3 plus 2 here at Piedmont. And as you stated, I do run track and field. Yes, and yes, you do. Elena Brooks here is a USA South Conference champion in the 4x4 relay. Uh, USA South second team in the 4x1 relay all in 2022 and also won one track and field rookie of the week here during obviously her freshman year. And last year being her sophomore year, our first year in the collegiate conference of the South, she was third team for 4x1. And she also set a career best last year in the 60-meter dash at the Samford Bulldog Open in Birmingham, Alabama. So, thank you for joining me. Uh, I hope you had a great day today. How are you today, actually? Um, actually, today I'm, I'm pretty tired. We just came back from a long, long meet. Um, so, just trying to get over that and catch up on my sleep. Um, how are you today? I'm doing pretty good. Thank you for asking. Obviously, you did mention that we came back from a long meet. But let's jump right into what we're, the real topic is here on this podcast. Obviously, I mentioned, you know, the, the title itself is Inside the Mind of an Athlete. And you being an athlete, you know, we just want to know everything there is to know about you personally and you here at Piedmont University. So I'll start you off with one question that I ask everybody, obviously, is, what made you come to Piedmont University? You can elaborate however much you want, however long you want. What is your story or what is the story behind you coming to Piedmont? To me, it's a very funny story because I came to Piedmont because of my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, so in high school, my main sport was basketball. Track was just kind of something I did on the side. Um, so during high school, I had issues with my high school coach and resulting in me not doing and playing my um, senior year of high school, which is everybody's favorite time. So I had to miss out on that, which led to me not being able to be recruited because he would hold all of my highlights and stuff like that. So I had to just take a different route and just focus mainly on track. So I, um, dang, what is it called? I downloaded an app, I think it's like NCSA, yeah, I'm, I know exactly what yeah. that is because I, I used to be on it. Yeah. Yep, so I had NCSA for track, but then 
it asks you like additional sports, which I put as basketball, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, but from the south in Valdosta, Georgia, we really don't have track highlights. We don't have indoor season. We only have right. outdoor, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, so trying to get stats to put onto my profile was kind of hard to do because mm-hmm. I even had coaches email me and text me like, do you have any videos? Do you have any this, any that? And I was like, no, I don't because we don't have stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so once I downloaded and created my profile on the app, I just was, like I said, I was open to any schools um, for majors. Obviously, I wanted to do athletic training or physical therapy. Um, so it just kind of was a waiting game with that. So with that app, though, I had a couple of different offers. I had one to, I think, North Carolina Wesleyan, which is somebody in our conference, if I'm not right. They're in the USA South now, yeah. Yeah, so I had an offer there, but they didn't have the major that I wanted, so Mm -hmm. that was out of the question. Um, I had a couple of different offers to other places, other D2 schools, um, I had one that I was, I had my heart set out on and I was like, yeah, I want to do that. And it was all the way in Illinois. <laughs> so it was a D2 school in Illinois. They had, is it this, is it the same school that we talked about? Cent- Central college or something? No, it was Aurora university. Oh no. Aurora so somebody university. Else, see, somebody else had the same one that I had. Cause I got an offer from, I think it was like central college and it was up in Iowa or something like that. And I really wanted to go. I really took the visit and everything. And it was mm-hmm. a beautiful thing. So I'll, but I'll let you keep going as well. But yeah, like, um, so I got a message from them saying that they were interested. They were mm-hmm. interested in my 400, my long jump, and triple jump. Mm-hmm. Um, so I told my mom about it. And she was like, okay, we can keep, like, talking to the coach. And the coach really wanted me. And like I said, they had my 3 plus 2 for athletic training, which I've never really heard of. But um, that I didn't know they had in Georgia and in the South period. I thought it was more something that you could find like up north which was why I was like oh this is great one less year of school I get to get out of school faster and go towards my doctorates Mm -hmm. quicker so um I told my mom about it but since it was a d2 school they offer scholarships Mm -hmm. but it was a little d2 school meaning that they couldn't offer me full ride no no matter what my grades were which were they were good but they didn't have the money for it so I kept um, trying to push my mom, push my mom to go, and I wanted to go. But then I finally got an offer from Piedmont. Mm-hmm. Piedmont, they were like, well, we don't have scholarships because we're D3. Yeah. But we would like for you to join our team. So I came to Piedmont on my visit. And I really wasn't, really wasn't keen, too keen on Piedmont uh-huh. when I first came here. But um, my mom, after my visit, she was like, just um, fill it out see like if this is really what you want to do but just gonna let you know on the side we won't have enough money to take you to illinois Mm -hmm. which is something i wanted to do but luckily piedmont had a three plus two program over here as well so moral of the story my mom is the reason why i'm at piedmont and also because of money issues you know college is expensive but you know shout out mom shout out mom for you know convincing you to come to piedmont Mm -hmm. obviously uh uh, follow-up question to that how have you liked Piedmont so far? You mentioned that you're a junior, so obviously you're in your third year here. Obviously, you mentioned that you're on a track team. So, you know, athletes here at Piedmont have a, a bit of a different standpoint on how they kind of view it. Uh, obviously, some view it more 
boring or more, you know, not their speed, you know, than others. So how do you view P minor? How have you liked it so far? Um, it has its ups and downs for me. Mm-hmm. If we're talking about from a class and academic standpoint, um, there's a lot of professors that know me, that like me. I like my professors as well, especially in my major. And, um, <laughs> hold on, okay. Um, so there's a lot of professors at Piedmont that really care for their students. And then obviously you have the select few that really don't, and they're not equal and fair towards every student at, at Piedmont. Mm-hmm. But as far as academics and stuff like that goes, I think it's a very good school. I personally am the type of person that excels more on a kind of like one-on-one basis when it comes to teaching and learning things. So that's one thing I can say that Piedmont is a plus on. But on the other side, I would say that when it comes to demographics and community and just everything outside of academics and athletics, me personally, I don't think Piedmont is an A-plus school because being a minority, it doesn't help that there's only a select few people who look like you and there's not a lot of places for you to go to hang out with people that look like you, for people to have people who have a common interest as you. Um, and also with me being Hispanic and stuff, like I realized that they had a group, um, Soul, but it really didn't work out because they really weren't open to other people of Hispanic ethnicity. Um, so just trying to find my place at Piedmont as being a minority was the hardest thing like I could really do. Classes were fine. That was had that had no issue with that. No issue with my team. It really was just trying to find my place here at Piedmont. Mm-hmm. And obviously, that's a big thing here. You know, especially and you mentioned you being of Hispanic um, descent as well. So obviously, two minorities in one obviously has to be, you know, a little bit difficult being at a predominantly white institution as well. So, but um, let's jump into. My real question that I really want to, you know, ask and that I really like asking because it's always good to know. Uh, Let's think about when you were, I don't even know, I don't even want to say when you were a senior in high school, really junior, junior high school, senior high school, just high school period. And, you know, you made that decision, hey, I'm going to go to college. I want to, you know, do these things. What was your dream college in high school? What school did you see and was like, yeah, I definitely gotta be there i want to go to that exact school for four years um my dream college was the university of florida Mm -hmm. um predominantly for physical therapy Mm -hmm. but they also had an added plus of a doctorate in athletic training as well so i wanted to go to that school to get both of my degrees in the fields that i wanted to do in the future Sports, an activity that showcases athletes' passion and skill. But what about the people watching? Join myself, Makadrowski, every Friday at 4 for Fandemonium, the 12-episode podcast series that puts the fans in the spotlight. Find out what makes fans the heartbeat of the sports experience through their passion, pride, and dedication. Episodes will be posted every Friday at 4 p.m. Listen at Roar Podcast Productions wherever you get your podcasts and join in on the Fandemonium.
Welcome back to Swirling Worlds Inside the Mind of an Athlete. Joining me here in studio is Elena Brooks, a junior athletic training major and track and field athlete here at Piedmont University. A couple of things that I mentioned earlier in the show about Mrs. Brooks is that she's a conference champion in the 4x4 relay, a second team in the 4x1 relay. She also won track and field rookie of the week her freshman year here and last year in her sophomore year, helping lead the team to a fourth place finish in the four by one. So let's pick up right where we left off. Obviously, I actually your dream called you said UF. Uh, some things about UF, honestly, uh, I do this every episode. I uh, hope this is okay with you as well. Uh, talking about like some of their academic standards and, you know, some things that, you know, most freshmen coming in kind of have to have to get into that select school. Um, so their ACT average, their average ACT score is a 29 through a 33. They have a 30% acceptance rate. Uh, the SAT scores that, you know, they usually take to come in is really between a 1300 and a 1470. So obviously big, a bit of a high range there. Uh, obviously, you know, some people aren't good at taking standardized tests, me being included, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say that I had the highest SAT or the highest ACT score because I didn't. Uh, I remember, I, honestly, I remember having, I remember taking the SAT, uh, the PSAT, the practice SAT in school, and I made like a 1,200 on it. And then I went and took the real SAT and scored like a 1050, 1030. And I was just like, yeah, like this is not for me. And then the ACT, I remember taking it, and I think I scored an 18 the first time. And then the second time, I think I came back with like a 22. So shout out to Piedmont for accepting me, though, you know. My grades, my grades, you know, they were good. So, uh, having heard, you know, that and stuff like that, why do you think you're not a college student or a college athlete right now at the University of Florida? Um, with that being said, like you said, standardized tests are n- never really my strong suit. Mm-hmm. Testing in general isn't really my strong suit. I am the type of person who is more hands-on, like labs I excel at. Um, I excel at, like, little classwork. Um, and homework assignments and stuff like that. But when it comes to tests, I knew that was not going to happen as far as acceptance into into um, UF. But everything else, as far as grades, my GPA, everything like that, everything else was fine. So it was just, if I applied, it was kind of like, well, it's kind of a 50-50. They could accept me, they could not. It just depend on if they would look and really are focused on my standardized test scores mm-hmm. or if they really wanted me as a person in my grades and my, what my worth was. Um, but like I said, since I'm here at Piedmont, I just kind of just let that go. Mm-hmm. And I just took a different route. Well, I'm glad you feel that way. I, you know, most people still, uh, you know, kind of think back and be like, I still kind of want to get into that school. For mm-hmm. instance, uh, our friend Kai, who came in here and she actually did an episode uh, two episodes back, I believe it was, she actually came in and, and said that she's still thinking about going to FAMU even though she's here at Piedmont. Yeah. So, uh, follow-up question as well. H- having heard the academic standards that I just read you and the numbers and all of that, how do you think you would have fared, you know, being a student in that type of environment? Like, let's say you weren't good at tests, but, you know, every and, – and I don't even want to say it like that, but let's say you weren't good at tests. Mm-hmm. Right, like you said, you weren't, but you had the GPA to get in, yeah, and you had the funds to get in. Even if you just went just to go, like I'm just gonna go here and just pay my pay pay my own way through, mm-hmm. like forget about a scholarship. How do you think you would have fared in that environment, knowing 
that you made that decision instead of getting the scholarship or instead of having the test grades to get in? Um, I feel like I would have adapted. Mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't have adapted as quickly as everybody else because I came from a big high school, but I really wasn't in, like, regular classes. I was in, like, the honors classes, mm-hmm. the um, AP classes. I was in IB for a year. Um, I took dual enrollment. Like, stuff like that I just had to adjust to. So I feel like the big classroom sizes probably wouldn't have phased me as much. Um, obviously, it wouldn't be ideal for, like, my first couple of months there. But as far as being there at the school, I feel like I would have liked it and I would have found my way out. Yeah, that's good. And I feel like I feel like a lot of people think that. I think, you know, being here at Piedmont, we have such small class sizes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, going to a bigger school, even a UGA, UF, LSU, anything like that, you know, they have – classes where it's 300 people so you might not ever meet the teacher you might talk to a teacher's assistant or stuff like that Mm -hmm. which leads me to my next question obviously how ironic how has Piedmont helped you achieve your academic goals being a smaller school um one thing I can say um being a part of the three plus two program it kind of does set you up like obviously it sets you up to towards your master's um, but even within the program, it helps set you up to what you want to do after. So like I've stated, I wanted, I want to do, um, physical therapy afterwards. Uh-huh. So even with UF as my dream school in high school, that's still a school that I plan on to try to attend for my doctorate in physical therapy. But as far as Piedmont, I have, I had one professor, um, Dr. McKinney, who's no longer here with us. So sad. Um, but she really was willing to like take time with me to discuss my whole plan like honestly my freshman year when we were making my schedule like I had I came in with other classes and credits from um dual enrollment like I stated like I've done and she was like well you already have extra credits you're like a semester ahead so we honestly planned out my whole four years of five years of being here already Mm -hmm. So I was grateful for that because I didn't have to continuously just go and ask her. I would set up my advisor meeting. We already have my schedule planned out. I just got to press submit and register. Um, but even my other professors, like, they set, they set everybody up for success. Yeah. Um, whether that is if you need help, if you need one-on-one talk. It, since, it's being a, since it's a small school, I like that because, like I said, I thrive better in a one-on-one stand. Um, one-on-one kind of environment Mm. so if i do have a problem i'm not afraid to ask a question because i'm not surrounded by three thousand people um but as far as piedmont and being a small school like i said academically i think it's one of the best things you can honestly do because you'll get more out of your education and you won't like and you won't be flustered all the time obviously class classes are hard but you have help from either students or professors and everybody is willing to help and that's a good thing and and just one one you know little quick question uh after that obviously you know being on the track team obviously i mean i'm on the track team as well so obviously i know these things and we get a lot of recruits that come in mm-hmm. and they they want to know about Piedmont and what it's like to be here and what it's like being on the track team and how does how does our school compare to a UGA a bigger school a division one school so if a if a senior in high school was sitting here right now right here with us and asking you know those type of questions how would you tell them about Piedmont what would you describe Piedmont as to them 
I would describe Piedmont as a school that doesn't look like much, but it holds a lot of worth. As far as just seeing the school from the outside, like I stated before, it's not really a lot to look at, in my opinion. But when you get to the nitty gritty, when you get to academics and your education, it's honestly worth it at the end of the day. Because like I said, most of your professors will set you up for success right out of graduation. Hello, beautiful people. Have you ever wanted to learn more about how disabilities and chronic illnesses are advocated on social media? Well, tune in to Digital Activism, hosted by Caden Nelms, every Friday at 5. Each week, Caden will have a guest talk about their experiences seeing activism on social media and even how they themselves advocate online. New episodes will be available every Friday at 5 on all major podcast streaming platforms. And welcome back to Swirling Worlds Inside the Mind of an Athlete. I'm your host, Chris Donstro. And unfortunately, this is the end of the episode we have here. Thank you to my good friend, Elena Brooks, you know, for coming on and sharing her story and how she came to Piedmont as well, as well as all the others before her. So with that being said, you can listen on Spotify, podcast, Apple Podcasts, wherever, you know, new episodes dropping every Friday at 6 p.m. Don't forget to check us out next episode as I will have on Chloe Spradlin, a senior mass comm, sports comm, double major here at Piedmont University. So with that being said, thank you for all the thank you to all the listeners and everybody here with the Piedmont staff. I'm Chris Donstro and this is Swirling Worlds Inside the Mind of an Athlete. As we wrap up another episode of Swirling Worlds, Inside the Mind of an Athlete, we extend our heartfelt gratitude to our listeners for joining us on this incredible journey. Remember, the spirit of determination and resilience knows no division. Until next time, keep believing, keep striving, and keep shining both on and off the field. This is Swirling Worlds, Inside the Mind of an Athlete, signing off. Stay inspired.